Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Hey, what's going on? This is Metal Shop and Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Right now we're talking with Johannes Person from Cult of Luna. They have a new EP coming out shortly on Metal Blade Records, The Raging River. Uh, first off, uh, welcome to the show. And, and, and how are things going over? And, and I'm assuming you're in Stockholm, Sweden right now? No, I'm actually uh, in Umeå, Sweden. Oh, okay. Um, which is eight hour, uh, hours up north. Um mm-hmm. From from Stockholm, uh, I, I I moved back after 15 years in exile this summer. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and we've had uh, some unprecedented weather uh, the last couple of days. Um, we don't need to have a, lo- a lockdown because we're all snowed in right now. Oh, not necessary uh, then. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, um, and yeah, this is where the place where I'm from, mm-hmm. and actually. Uh, First time I went to uh, the northeastern part of the U.S., mm-hmm. northwestern part of the U.S. Yeah, uh, you know when we uh, drove up to Seattle. Yeah, uh, it kind of you know it, it almost feels like home. Okay, like if I if I ever had to to move permanently um, to uh, any place in the u.s i would probably prefer you know seattle or or portland you know maybe not portland but you know so so someplace some small city in yeah uh we have all these pine trees and all that it feels a lot like home well that is true i mean we we do have the city and we have all the culture here but then you know just 30 minutes out you can go on a a beautiful hike or go you know out to the mountains so Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate that, and that's one thing that I really missed when I lived in Stockholm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy to be home again. Nice. Well, well how have you um, personally been been dealing with the last ten months? I mean, it really kind of uprooted life and and changed the trajectory of of most people in in the music industry and most people in music and arts. Um, how have yeah. you been dealing personally with the last ten months, man? I've been enjoying every second of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it, I mean, it, it sounds horrible. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm talking strictly from a personal point of yeah. view. Like, I don't even have to, to, um, um, you know, talk about the uh, the nightmare that we all are in, and of course, all the yeah. people that that unfortunately are dying uh, every day. Uh, but for me personally. Uh, I've been fortunate enough that I've been able to work from home, mm-hmm. which means that I, I've spent more 
time with my kids. You know, I've been able to do other things that I enjoy yeah. doing, and I'm not a super social person, so like I haven't. Of course, I, like, I, I miss having the alternative to go out and have a a beer with my friends. Yeah. But it's not that big of a sacrifice, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm fortunate enough that I it hasn't affected me that much financially. Um, because like I, I, I work my day, day job is in, in the Swedish movie business and oh wow a lot of, yeah and, and people got you know they shut down pretty much every production um, but I'm fortunate enough that I work behind the camera so wow. so uh, um, I work as a casting director and, and it didn't affect me that much how long have, how long have you been working as a casting director in the in the movie industry in Sweden uh, 10 years. That's awesome. Ish. Yeah. Did you go to school for that or did you have, um, yeah, but, I mean, I, I went to film school, uh, yeah. but you don't go, yeah. there's no, I mean, you don't go to school to learn casting directing. It's yeah. something you learn. Uh, and, uh, you know, as many other, you know, you know, line of work in the business, it's something that you by coincidence end up in. Sure. Um, so, uh, I'm 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 very lucky um, yeah. <laughs> in some sense, and 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 I've kind of at least enough people think I have a big enough talent that they would pay me to do it. Hey. <laughs> but I, fake I, it till you I make it, right? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that my whole life. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it's very interesting, yeah. for the most part, and it, it can it can be when it's. I mean, different productions uh, have you know. In some productions, I'm more of a just doing logistics, basically, yeah, uh, administrative work. Uh-huh. Uh, and in some production, I have a very creative, um, uh, you know position and, and have a, um, a whole lot to say you know how the end how the end cast end up uh, so yeah but it's it, I have I've had a lot of jobs through the years and this is one of definitely one of the best well nice. the best I've ever had so I'm fortunate that I can actually make a living out of it and uh, but also I mean when it comes to the music part of it, uh, I'm really glad that I that we decided to never uh, make us financially dependent on the music. Yeah, because that would be a total disaster. Uh, <laughs> right now, was, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. People that we work with, you know, our crew, they all became unemployed from one day to the other. Yeah. Uh, so and there's there's not not much we can do about it. Um, yeah. I mean we we just uh, have to deal with the situation without having the um, you know without having our livelihood being at stake. 
Well, you guys do have a new EP coming out February, uh, and, and it's called The Raging River, going to be coming out on Metal Blade Records. Uh, was this something that was planned before the COVID lockdown? Um, not in, uh, not in the, you know, as a, uh, uh, not at, as a concept. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we, most of the song on this EP, they were written and recorded, uh, during the, uh, Adon to Fair, uh, recording session. Okay. But yeah, we had this kind of a creative explosion just before we went to the studio. Yeah. So, and so, and sometimes when you start recording a song, you feel like this song, it has potential. Mm-hmm. It will be good in the end, but we're not there yet. So pretty early on, we felt like some songs needed to, we need to go back and, and rework them uh, and rewrite them a bit in order to make them work. Uh, so they were, we always had them in our backpacks. Uh, and sooner or later, we knew that we were going to go back and, 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 and work on them. Uh, and then the situation... <laughs> Um, yeah, that we are uh, we're in now came and it gave us basically extra time. We had to cancel all the festivals and all the tours that we had planned. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I moved back to Umia where the most of the guys in the band live. Okay, which made it much more simpler to just meet up and work on the song, write some new stuff, and then just head into the studio and that, that that was another problem because um uh i don't fear we recorded that in a studio in norway called uh, ocean sound recording mm-hmm. google that if you want to see some beautiful scenery it's amazing it's it's basically on a pier uh, just by the north sea i wow. mean when you look at the horizon it's Next stop, it's Greenland. It's uh, you know, it, it, it's just uh, that's inspiring. Yeah, and you have the amazing mountains behind you. Wow. And I've never been in a more inspiring place in my entire life. It's it's amazing. But the borders were closed. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So we had to to use a studio here in Umeå, mm-hmm. a studio that might not be as inspiring <laughs> but uh we worked with a guy we never worked before yeah Daniel Berlund, and he was you know he came he helped us with uh coming up with ideas um in order to make you know things work better yeah. uh and he's not from the kind of music that we play and I think it's can be very um, productive to have somebody that 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 doesn't have any that any that don't know how to play this kind of music yeah. come up with yes from his perspective um, for maybe a more uh, like standard like pop music um, background and mm-hmm. just 
have different takes on our stuff. And, and, and it really helped us on, on some on, on some occasions that, you know, came up with the ideas that at least I would never have thought of. How did this collaboration with Mark Lanigan come about? Because that's pretty awesome. It is, yes. Um, uh, and the story is very... It's a very unsexy story. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but the thing is, like, I, I I've been a fan of his for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I, I think um, I didn't. I mean, I, I during the early nineties, you know, the the whole grunge wave and mm-hmm. all that. I, I mean, I i i had listened to screaming trees i didn't know like mark lanigan as a concept as an artist it was just the band yep um i i and i i think i really became a fan uh after um songs for the deaf album oh yeah um, queens yeah yeah uh, yeah with queens and stone age and that's what I fell in love with, with his voice. And after that, it was after that that I discovered his solo work. Uh, and I fell in love is an understatement. Um, I listened to his album Bubblegum religiously for a while. Yeah. Uh, and I think yeah. that came out like in 2004 or five. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we we wrote an album during that time, and we wrote a song that we had. And we had his vocals in mind. It, it, like the working title was was called the Lanigan song. Okay, yeah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, but we were young uh, and didn't have any you know self confidence at all. Yeah, um, and 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 I mean it, it, it was never even discussed to even try to to make it happened. It, it was just like a dream. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, 15 years have passed since then. And I guess you're growing older and, um, I guess your self-confidence grows with it mm-hmm. uh, for some strange reason. Um, and we had this song and we had like a, like an open, this, you know, with, like with every song, how should we do it? Um, what kind of vocals do we have in mind for yeah. this? And, and it just popped up. Like, and I said, as a half joke, half serious, like maybe this is the time where when we ask Mark. Finally, after after fifteen years. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I. This is the unsexy part of the story. But I sent a text uh, to our manager. Like, do you know anyone that represents Mark that we can ask? And yeah. Apparently, he knew Mark's um, um, manager really well. And I said, uh, can you ask him? So he did. And, you know, the boring part about manager. Oh, hey. There's nothing more boring to talk about than managers, emailing managers. Anyway, fast forward. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got in direct contact with Mark and he said he would do it. And it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and he sent me an email, uh, which took me like a week to respond to. 
I had a lot of things to do at the time, and yeah. I really wanted to like to write a good email back. Mm-hmm. With, like, Thank you so much for doing this. Do you want me to write the lyrics, or do you want do you want to do it? Yeah, uh, you can like you're totally free to do whatever you want. But this is how I like. This is just ideas of that that I have, and <laughs> the, the, he responded really quick. Uh, yeah. Um, I uh, I recorded the vocals the same the same day I got it. Uh, I can't. Uh, I enjoyed doing it. Uh, I really like the song. Uh, I can't do any retakes um, because I've, I've I've torn down the studio and moved from the house. I hope you like it. If not, yeah, I enjoy doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, and and a friend's gonna send it later today. And then yeah, we got it. And uh, uh, I was not like I, I knew I was not going to be disappointed. Um, That's so cool. He, I mean, his his voice can't do anything wrong. Like anything that he's involved in, yeah, it's just. I mean, I, I'm not aware if you know um, of. Uh, I'm also a big fan of. He had a band with this Afghan wigs guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Gutter Twins. Oh, I'm not familiar. Oh, you should listen to Saturnalia. I think their okay. album is called. Yeah, it's it's really good, and also like his solo work. Um, one thing I really enjoy with enjoy with him is that like now we've been doing this for twenty years, and you realize how hard it is to to reinvent yourself yeah. and how hard it is not to stagnate. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he's 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 doing all these kind of different projects, different kinds of music, and his own like where he's now. The last two albums have, have been have this post punk feel to it, mm-hmm. and it it's very different from what he's done earlier. Uh, but it still feels like like a natural progression of of of, of He's just not, you know, only doing bluesy rock. Yeah. Um, and 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 I, it feels inspiring to see that he can still uh, a guy that's been doing this for I don't know thirty five plus years, and he's still doing new stuff. That's absolutely inspiring, man. And 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 I mean, you guys, uh, at least from what I understand of like kind of the arc of your career and whatnot is you kind of started in the world of hardcore punk and whatnot and cult of luna was born of that but has gone beyond and is just is now your own thing i mean your cult of luna you 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 have a certain thing you might expect from the album but you guys always just you do something else with it and 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 that's something i appreciate about you guys so uh it's obviously you guys have a similar um you know, kind of takes on that. I, I assume, but both you and, and Lanigan. I, I don't know, but I mean, what you just said is probably the best. Um, um, uh, is one of the best compliments you can get as a musician. But I mean, like I said, songwriting is hard, mm-hmm. and it, it it gets harder after every release because you kind of used up all your ideas and yeah. you need to try to find some some new new approach to it and it's not easy um and as long as at least i feel 
that we're keeping a momentum, that we're moving somewhere. It doesn't have to be forward or, or what I mean, it's all abstract terms. Yeah. But at least, uh, but it's all, always going to sound like us because it's us. It's still the same individuals that, that, that write the songs. Um, um, and I don't really care, to be honest, if someone would say that, oh, all your albums sound the same. I mean, fine, that's okay. It's it, it's all a matter of opinion. But at least as long as it feels like we're doing something new. Yeah. Like we're not producing old stuff. Um, and we'll see how, how long we, yeah. we can, how long and how far we can take it. Um, I, I have no idea. Like I, 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 I hardly know what comes next. We'll see. Uh, like it feels after every album, it, it you, you're left with some kind of feeling of I wouldn't say emptiness, but some kind of a void. Like okay, now this is done. Uh, it's not even released yet. What do we do now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well. Yeah, it's, I certainly look forward to, to hearing it in full, and especially that Mark Lanigan collaboration. Um, I don't want to take up all your time. I know you have uh, plenty of stuff to do today and plenty of interviews, but I have one last question for you. Uh, if you could pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got that scar. Yeah, I have a big scar on my right hand. I, I was a messy kid. Okay. Uh, yeah, and my I, 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 I don't even know how many times i i was really good writing on my with my left hand okay uh, because w when i was a kid because uh my right arm was in a cast at least once a year <laughs> uh, and in eighth grade um we um we broke into this like this pool a room in the in the school basement. Okay. Me and a couple of friends. We were not allowed to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my friends started punching holes through the wall. Uh, and I, <laughs> and I, I, th that kind of was taking it a bit too far. I thought. Sure. Uh, <laughs> as you do. Yes, yeah, you do. Uh, but they were like uh, pushing me to to. Um, to do it, and finally, uh, the peer pressure got the best of me. And the last thing uh, I thought before I punched a hole, or what's supposed to be a hole in the yeah, wall, right? Uh, was that I'm going to have, I'm going to regret this. Uh, yeah, and so I hit the wall, and I managed to hit exactly where they had this uh four by four wooden <laughs> uh, beam yeah. Uh, yeah thing that they attached the wall to so my pinky finger just i mean it looked like it didn't punch uh, or it didn't puncture um skin but it was very obvious that it was very very broken um so that was a couple of weeks with a cast um, and they had to operate like they had, had to drill the finger back together. Oh my god! And still have, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was. Uh, it, we, I actually, I just 
talked about it the other day because when they put in the anesthesia in, in the arm and when they were trying to get the, the bone back together at first, uh, the anesthesia didn't really uh, take uh, the way it should be. Yeah. So the doctor, he put his whole bo- body weight on his thumbs and tried to like push the bone back together. And that was a pain that I hadn't felt before. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah. it was a, uh, Jesus. A, an interesting, interesting experience. Uh, yeah, but then they had to operate and, 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 and put some screws in, 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 in the bone to get it together. Uh, yeah, that's one of the many scars I have. My my brother, he 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 threw a sp- a spoon that that actually it hit like a knife and 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 stuck in my got stuck in my knee when Jesus. I was a kid. Uh, so I have I have I have a lot of scars. Sounds like you guys were handful for your mom and dad. Don't open that door. Uh, <laughs> it's a long. Fair enough. Fair enough, man. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to to do the interview. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the album. Of course, it's the new EP, The Raging River, coming out in February on Metal Blade. Uh, Johannes from Cult of Luna, thank you so much, man. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a very fun interview to do, actually. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass.